Wait a minute. What's Forever Twenty One? What's Forever Twenty One? What's um, Forever Twenty One? It's what like was? my where is this is from Forever Twenty One. This shirt. Uh, it's a clothing store. Okay. That had like pretty cheap clothes, but they were like trendy, so you could buy something trendy, and it wouldn't matter if it was like you didn't mm-hmm. wear it ever again. It was like what is oh, what do they call that? San clothing? Francisco, remember? Yeah, was it was like, like the San, San Francisco? Francisco of clothing store, super right. tacky, which was perfect for me. Yeah. I love the tacky stuff, and that's where this phone case is from. And what about why did it close? Popcorn. Do you think? Um, I guess they opened a whole bunch of stores. They, I think, they only closed in Canada. I think they went bankrupt. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. They couldn't. They couldn't sustain themselves on two dollar t shirts anymore. When it's the when businesses fail, it's always like the saddest thing because yeah. you know it started with so much hope. Like yeah. when, like when I go through a small town mall, I was just in Prince Albert and just walking oh, through the God, mall. That's so sad because you if you there's st- nothing in that mall. Well, there's if you if you stop in front of a st- no, there's a there's a. An, an Arden. Our, oh, Ardennes is everywhere. Ardennes are everywhere. Ardennes. So you're like Ardennes, strolling through a small town mall, and if you stop in front of us, like you're in the hallway, but you stop in front of a store and look into it, yeah, you can see the employee look at you like, is somebody seriously fucking coming in here? <laughs> like, they're just shocked. Yeah. Like they're just they're they're, they're sitting at a desk <laughs> next to t- ten mattresses, and they're like, is somebody going to come in here and look at a fucking mattress for? Like you can just imagine, you have no experience selling mattresses. Yeah. You work. You're think about how hard that is on you mentally. Yeah. You're surrounded by mattresses. You work in a mattress store, but you have very little experience pushing mattresses. Yeah. Because nobody comes into your fucking store. So then, when somebody <laughs> does come in, you're like, uh, yeah, it's got bottle coil, uh, uh, third layer foaming memory, <laughs> short term memory foam. Short term memory this one's lost a lot of short-term memory foam <laughs> because of how many times I've buttered a marijuana joint into it. But small-town malls are be, quite sad. Oh, yeah. They're so sad. Like, even in Fort McMurray, they think that their mall is like... But it's still sort of oh, a sad mall. Yeah. It's, well, it's a very sad mall. Yeah, yeah. It's basically a sport check and a food court. Yeah. Yeah. And an Ardennes or Ardennes. I always called it Ardennes. Did you call it Ardennes? I did. Okay. But I always call my Kia Sportage a Sportage, not a Sportage. I met people like it's pronounced sportage. I'm like, no, no who the fuck says sportage? Okay, good. Okay, good. Then I'm no, like, those guys are dumb. I think they were American. It's a sportage. Yeah, like a sportage. No, it's what a sportage. You... Yeah, no one makes a car like that and thinks let's call it sportage. <laughs> let's call it the porridge maker. The porridge. <laughs> Why porridge? Sportage. I don't know. A kanji. But in my town, we had a small town mall, and yeah. it was um, towards the end. There was an Orange Julius, uh-huh. and then two leather shops, Ooh. one on either side, totally selling. Competing? So, oh yeah, and there was no other stores. There was just these two motherfuckers that owned leather shops next to each other that were like, "I curse you, Randy! <laughs> I curse you and your leather store, Randy!" <laughs> they were just—they were both failing, but one of them probably had more money to lose, right? <laughs> So he was like, I don't care if it takes everything I have. I will watch them padlock that fucking store. <laughs> he's going first. Yeah, he, I will. He's going to pack his chaps up first. <laughs> and then if you see somebody go into that store, you're like, you got to be fucking kidding me. What's he doing in there? Are those the kind of stores that smell like incense? Do they all um, sell incense? They're kind of like, oh, well, yeah, we sew leather and we got leather blankets and we got Harley leather Davidson blankets. jackets and... You know, it was just all leather stuff, leather, leather goods. I don't know, leather blankets. Horrifying. Well, if you if you were a biker, if you were a biker chick, 
you want to sleep on your leather. <laughs> <laughs> That's just part of the Honey, biker pass chick. Pass me my leather blanket. Lifestyle. The biker chick ways. <laughs> pass me my leather blanket. I'm freezing. <laughs> Have you been doing any comedy lately? A little bit. Living your dream, living your passion. Oh, I'm still living my dream and passion always. That's good. Yeah. I did uh, Calgary with Big J Okerson, and it was very fun. Oh, that's always a he, good time. Yeah, he's very funny and very nice. And my favorite joke of his that always like pops into my brain is the one about when it's and you know I guess it's a misogynist joke, yeah. but I love it. It's where he talks about like you know men uh, don't nitpick, women nitpick. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And he's like, if you ask a man like the top ten things that are wrong with him, he's gonna be like, I always do that. I always leave the toilet seat up. <laughs> I I'm not very romantic. I don't like. He'll have a very clear like yeah. bunch of character flaws yeah. that he's been told by a woman are problems of his. And if you ask a woman to pick ten flaws, they'll be like, "I'm a perfectionist. Um, I have a trouble saying no. I'm a people pleaser. Like it's always I stuff that's like don't ever think about myself. I know it's always <laughs> self-aggrandizing yeah. things, yeah, right? Yeah. Where like I just give and give and give. And this is all true. Sean's not saying anything that's not true. As right. a woman, I agree. So like, so he's like, you know, we got to start nitpicking women. <laughs> that's what we need to start fucking doing. And he's like, look at this guy. And then he picks a guy in the audience. Look at this guy. Honey, do you know how many times your boyfriend has uh, picked a Kleenex out of the crack of your pussy? <laughs> and not said anything about it? <laughs> and it, I, mean, I don't even know if that's true. I don't Kleenex? even Kleenex? Who wipes their pussy with Kleenex? I don't, or like, you know, toilet, toilet paper. paper. Yeah, toilet paper. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're a high-end girl. You use Kleenex? Sure you would. Really? Why would you use toilet paper if you had money? I get, but wouldn't it clog? Aren't you not supposed to flush anything but toilet paper down? The You're toilet? rich. Bring a plumber over. <laughs> All my good toilet paper is stuck. I'll just use these wipe it. That's clean. <laughs> Baby wipes. People use what those. What about a bidet? Have you ever had a bidet experience? I My friend has a bidet at their house, but I'm like, I'm never using it. I'm not going to like, I'm going to go to the bathroom and then like fall into the bidet. But I've heard about these fancy toilets and most of them are from Japan that like, it just says all these Little buttons addition. and you yeah. just Boom, boom, boom. And, and then I've have you used one? Well, I've you know I've taken a shit and then used a super soaker to clean up. <laughs> you make your kids do that? Yeah, like <laughs> clean your here, dad's bend asshole. over and I'll super soak you. <laughs> I'll super soak your anus until there's no oh shit in there. Oh my god, that's the funniest thing is when kids when you're babysitting and they're little kids. Like yeah. I remember when my my nephew was really little, probably like three or something, and he would go to the bathroom and then he would just <laughs> he would downward dog and be like wipe my bum, and I'm like. What? What? I have to wipe your bum? And he's like, I don't know how. I'm like, what? That's they don't teach you how yet. You don't come out with that knowledge. But I've heard tons of like kids like they're yeah. It's like when you see parents. a kitten shitting somewhere outside of a box, and you're like, don't okay. you? What yeah. are you doing? But I was just in shock. I'm like, I, that's part of it. I have to wipe your ass. Part of the deal. Part of the whole wa- deal. But it seems like a domination thing, right? Where he's like, wipe my ass. <laughs> and you're like, it's 2019, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not the help. Women don't fucking <laughs> get down and bend over and clean boy ass anymore. I think that like the the wet wipe stuff, I think that was a Joe Rogan thing for, or like a bunch of those comics were talking about it. So then everybody started like, it was always guys that I heard. Had, Using wet wipes? And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I, I tried them. I'm like, they're great, but they destroy your plumbing. You yeah, can't use them. Yeah, don't flush them. flush them. Yeah, put them in the... Put, that's a garbage product. Them? Just straight in the garbage. Oh, my God. I don't... She won't care if I say this. Celeste stayed at my place in Vancouver, and she had, like, a little, like, garbage next to... She did something with a bowl. <laughs> what? <laughs> you gotta have she brought her own garbage her. bag? No, it wasn't a garbage bag. It was, like, for when you poop, and then you, like, wipe with a wipe, and then... 
I don't know oh, what really? she did. She she's like she explained it to me, but now she I brought her that. own like pooper scooper. Not a pooper scooper. It was like, like would a she little... shit on the ground and scoop it up? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> no. We gotta have Ron to figure this out because I can't. It, it must be a Filipino thing. Yeah, it's like Filipinos a do some thing. weird shit. Well, we in all do weird of, shit. No, but in the bathroom, <laughs> Filipinos get a little. Oh, extra they're cuckoo. big squatters. And they also like to have a little. I've been told that they have like a little water bucket next to the toilet. That's what she. What's had. that? What's that doing? That's what she had. What is that for? We gotta have a Celeste on to uh, help. It's us. a bucket of water for. What do you do? Like you clean your own at like so. I, maybe you dab you your shit, oh, dab your you fingers dab. in it, no, and then your clean fingers, your own the toilet paper, and then. But then you're gonna get oh. toilet paper rolls. Then you're gonna get tons of balls. I think you're just balls. doing it with your fingers. I think you just grab a bit of really? water and then whoosh. One man bidet, bidet, whatever. It is. I mean, that is more environmentally friendly. I'm surprised no one has said anything about that. But yet. I've heard bidets are quite strong. Like the stream is a heavy stream. It's like a. Well, at least the new ones I've heard they're like little. But the I. Little. <laughs> made it seem like oh the shit's all still there and that water went straight into my ass. I mean that I would love a bidet. That'd be fun. I don't know about that. You don't think you could bidet? I mean. You know, it's, I mean, it's the, what we already do is disgusting, right? We just sm- move it around with paper. <laughs> that's what we decided yeah, to we do. do. We're like, ooh, fine. water, gross. Yeah, who, like, who I'm just gonna, dis- I'm just gonna displace it with paper, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll wash it off when I shower three days. Yeah, now. looks like I got sixty three percent of it. Let's move on with our day. <laughs> yep, thirty seven percent of the shit is still there, just Who's, nicely smoothed over the crack of my ass. Who started using toilet paper? The Romans. Yeah, some white people for sure. White people. Yeah, we wait. We, we're into waste. We're into total waste. I wanted waste. to Google who started the toilet. Who started paper the thing? toilet paper craze? Who started <laughs> the toilet paper craze? <laughs> Here's what I found. Kim and Chloe toilet paper. Okay, of course, of course. Oh, because it said who started the toilet paper craze. <laughs> 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 I'm like, why? Why are the fucking oh, Kardashians? Oh, it, w- it was the Kardashians. <laughs> The Kardashians started the toilet paper craze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was there. It was all there. It was Kanye's well, idea. I'm done the IG tour now. I Corporate know. How comedy. was that? It was fun, you know, like, I mean, you know. You get to see it probably nice hotels and stuff. That's probably nice nice. hotels, like, you know, really fun comedians. So, you know, you don't really get a chance to do that a lot where you're like. There's three headliners and you're on the same show and you're just traveling around and not in you know. Canada. No, so you don't really get a chance to do that. Yeah. So it was fun that from, you know, you're locked in and you're also kind of you're so locked into the set you're gonna do. You're like, okay, I got to do a half an hour. There's no point in deviating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be clean. It has to be squeaky clean. Yeah. So there's no. As soon as you start deviating, now you're like on a tightrope of like, what words am I gonna say when this joke spills out? But you're just you know you're so you're like locked so you can like go up there and think, what am I gonna have for lunch like. You know, so you're doing your, you're so locked into the set that you don't even have to think about it. Yeah. You're just, I'd be like 15 minutes into my set and think, oh, I haven't thought about comedy once while I was up here. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually enjoying myself. Yeah, I'm having a great, <laughs> I'm having a great time thinking about lobster. Because <laughs> you could have lobster? Uh, well, oh, so we were in like Fort McMurray. We were all over the fucking place. Like we were everywhere. We had 19 shows yeah. in, you know, 24 days or something. Yeah. So. We were all over the place doing little theaters and whatnot. But yeah, the corporate realm is always weird, right? Yeah. It's always weird. 
It is always weird. I <laughs> I don't ever get asked. Like to it's do not it. <laughs> it's not it's not comedy. I did like a show on Sunday of it was called the Tiny Comedy Show and I was at a restaurant. Oh and he, yeah. It was he packed the place. It was great, but it was a lot of older crowd. Like a love big, it. And then like I was like he said when he booked me, he's like I just wanted to be semi clean. I'm like, well, what does semi clean? He's just like just not a lot of swearing. And I was just like. Oh, well, I don't really swear a lot. Although I did mm. that show for some reason, but I still did well. But I was nervous because I'm like, well, they might not like this. But then as soon as I feel like they're not liking it, I'm like, what's wrong with you guys? <laughs> like I turn yeah, it on like, them and I'm like, it's not me, guys. Yeah, you mean uh, like, you didn't get in that chair by not sucking dick. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You it's fun. Yeah, you can kind of turn it on them. Yeah. She invented hand jobs. Yeah, exactly. That kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I like the audience, my audience to like have pubic hair as white as a rabbit in winter. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just straight Phil Donahue Bush. <laughs> Keep them really old. <laughs> no, you would do well in front of old audiences. No, they really liked like, me. Yeah, because like, they, they don't like a lot of times we forget like old people. They don't. Some of them don't mind it dirty. Some of them are obsessed. Well, with Well, I always used to be so scared of, of older crowds. And then I realized, no, these people are filthy because they were filthy. It's the young crowds you got to worry about now because they are just like they, nothing yeah. is funny anymore. Like I have a no. new joke about that I um I don't I don't care about climate change because I have never met a child that I think deserves a future. And good I told point. that's a really good point. And I told that there, and I told that at the Grindstone Theater. So it's fun watching. Like I old people will be like, yeah, they loved it. They don't deserve it. Climate change they is real. Loved it at the Glass Monkey. They kind of liked it at because. I started it at Grindstone. I'm like, who went to the climate march? And one girl puts her hand up. I'm like, what a dumb move. What's the point? What of going an idiot. These, what are you? What's the point of these marches? Like, and then and then I said that joke. But she was just like not having it for the rest. Grindstone, of they probably wouldn't have had. They some of them did. They had some time for it. Yeah, some of them didn't. But I mean, like, it is funny. Like, I like those. I like telling those jokes. So <laughs> that it's one fun. group of people will hate, and then one group will just love. Yeah, because it's kind of a fun thing. Like, yeah, climate change. What's the? Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Like, we're gonna to be dead. Like, yeah, we're all dead anyway. <laughs> and I haven't met one kid that deserves to fish. <laughs> oh, now you're making my joke better. No, make it more specific. <laughs> like, have you seriously? Have you met anybody under five that deserves to swim? <laughs> you're making my joke better. <laughs> now we- go to the pool, idiot. I'm going to have to give Sean writing credit. No, you don't have to. <laughs> no, I want Sean to write me a corporate set, and then I'll give you 20% what? of all my gigs. The other day, someone <laughs> started putting their fist into my skin zipper. <laughs> you know, like, just think of a bunch of clean words for pussy. Just say it, clean, just say it cleanly. Skin zipper. That's kind skin of Skin zipper. is hor- <laughs> who Did you think that up, or have you heard that I before? Think, no, I just thought of it. But oh, my God. Wait, let's, skin go, let's zipper. Google it. Let's Google it. Because, I mean, everything I everything we say dictionary. is hack. Everything humans say is hack. So let's just look up skin, skin zipper. Skin zipper. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... to... What is a skin zipper? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, it's like... What the fuck? It's a part. Oh, Skin zipper door. <laughs> skin zipper door skinning tool. Well. Oh, this it's oh, on Amazon. How to free a penis from a stuck zipper. Oh! <laughs> how do you do it? Let's check it out. Accidents happen, right? But when it involves your private parts, it's not only painful, but slightly embarrassing. <laughs> Although getting the penis entrapped in a zipper is most common in boys aged to 2 to 12. <laughs> It can happen in all ages. According to the British Journal of Urology International, more than 17,000 men and boys visited the emergency room with zipper-related injuries to their penis. 
This entrapment occurs when the skin gets caught between the teeth and the slide of the zipper. Although this injury can be very painful, following these steps can ensure safe removal. I wonder if any woman has ever gotten her vagina stuck in her zipper. Number one. (laughs) Her skin zipper. Listen to this. (laughs) Number one, calm yourself or your patient. Oh, I like the the. There's a dad going, son, your dick is caught in a zipper. (laughs) Calm down. (laughs) Look at this. (laughs) Everything's going to be okay. relax. We're going to get your dick out of that zipper. What were you doing playing with it like that? Severe pain and panic is often the first response to the injury, (laughs) regardless of the age of the patient. Before any treatment can be done, it is important to calm the patient. An injured (laughs) child can be very unnerving, so it is important you stay calm. Yeah. Number two, cover the area with mineral oil. Who has mineral Isn't oil that just fun. sitting around? Oh, yeah. When my, I'm in major dick pain, I like to you rummage around my have, pantry for 10 minutes. Do, does every man have mineral oil somewhere in his house? They will I now. Would ju- I would probably just use olive oil. <laughs> mineral oil contains petroleum and can help lubricate the area and release the pressure. Mineral uh, oil and petroleum are also known to be effective. Uh, okay. Pour mineral oil all over the penis and zipper. This lubricates this the moving parts and often frees the skin without having to cut the zipper. <laughs> Number three, release the skin from the zipper. Before you move to dismantle the zipper, see if you can release the skin by pulling it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love how that you can't even see a penis in there. No, they don't show why wouldn't any they, dick zippers. Why wouldn't they draw a picture? Dismantle the zipper. Who the Dism- fuck? I can't, I can't fucking dismantle a zipper that's got <laughs> on a dick. I can't dismantle a zipper. I can barely dismantle my microwave. <laughs> Cut the meat. Oh, my God. This is getting gross. Care for the injured skin. Ugh. Apply a generous layer of petroleum oil. Have Watch you ever gotten your penis stuck in a zipper? Like, honestly. Go to the emergency room. So the final one is like Go him in a wheelchair going into the emergency room. <laughs> After we've room. been jimmying with your dick zipper for a while, we're going to finally take you to the emergency room. Ask for oh sedative. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, you've definitely, I mean, you get your dick caught in a zipper. <laughs> doesn't matter how big the zipper is or how little the dick is. You can catch it. <laughs> you will catch that little dick in a big zipper. Have you caught yours? Oh, yeah. Like, you're just like, not badly. you're in a hurry and you're like, hey, God damn it. Have you, you know. Jim? You're a man. You've never caught your Come dick in a zipper. You've never. Does this mean Sean's got dick? a giant dick and you just? Well, it does. <laughs> huge zipper. <laughs> a big old zipper. <laughs> got a big black zip. zipper. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had any complaints. I'm trying to think of the most painful. Want to shove a zipper into a lady? Thing I've ever done. I, I, what have you? Have you ever gotten your pussy lip? <laughs> My have you ever had it frozen to something? Frozen? <laughs> Those that yeah, that one time that I was stripping at the ice castle. <laughs> <laughs> my pussy well, got you know, stuck like, to the bowl. You know those green boxes <laughs> outside when it's minus 40 and they say, don't put your tongue on Oh, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and, and kids and always do. Like, oh, my God. You've never gotten your pussy on one of those things? I've never licked a pole with my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I should Come live. on, Kathleen. I mean, that should be on my bucket list before I turn 40. For sure. You definitely, before you turn, absolutely, before <laughs> your really midlife soon. crisis. You want to yeah. get, you know, moisten up that puss with mineral oil. <laughs> And then stick it to a green box. Stick it to a green box. It used to be like, my. I remember my brother got his tongue stuck on a, remember those old slides we used to have, like the death trap slides that were like three stories high and they were metal? Yeah. And there was like, it was just this ladder into the sky. Like kids I know, fun. it was crazy. My brother was like standing on it. Or maybe it was me. I'm pretty sure it was my brother, but he was standing on one and he was like, 
<laughs> you licked it and got stuck to it. Like the oh Oliver, he was licking the hoarfrost. That's my favorite term in the winter time. Look at the beautiful hoarfrost. Anything that sounds like whore is wonderful. It's the pretty sparkly. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it's the snow that's covered in glitter. <laughs> it's the whore snow. <laughs> Quit saying whore, Kathleen. <laughs> We're trying to run a clean podcast. Can you imagine if we tried to go clean on this podcast? Oh my god, we How should do one episode. Insufferable that would be. It would not be funny. What's the what's Have you ever eaten a banana? Like, you know, we w- I would turn that into a blowjob joke immediately. I know you would. And I would have we would both have to. You ever had dragon fruit? Like we'd be asking each other food questions. No, I've never shoved dragon fruit up my pussy. Oh my god, she went there again. My skin zipper. <laughs> I put it in there and I zipped I don't know. it up. I think skin zipper is a fun term. Like a I, if you made that term up, you're disgusting and hilarious. Like Jesus <laughs> Christ! Oh my god, it's a fun thing to think about. Skin zipper. It's kind of like if your pussy could zip up, that would be that would be amazing. That be fun. Well, when you have your period, but then like at the end of the, if that was for when you had your period, then at the end of the day, you could just unzip and let it go. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be amazing. Yeah, you keep your skin zipper zipped up oh all day. Oh my god! And then when you get home, you get in the shower and zzzz, and then and massacre. Then zip it and yeah, who cares? It would look like The Shining, the elevator scene from The Shining. Yeah, and then <laughs> you would bathe in it. Yes, that's what women do. We bathe in our <laughs> menstrual blood. How, who told you? Who told you Celeste. we do this? <laughs> now we have Celeste on. little Filipino bird bath next to, her, <laughs> next to her toilet every goddamn night. Oh, my God. That's what it was. Yeah, it was like water and a thing. I'm like. Yeah, it's, I think they do. I've, of course. I, one, they, of my, one of my friends who's married to a Filipino. Of course they do. That's the smartest thing to do, I think. Yeah, I think water is better than paper for that sort of thing. Well, yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm sending Adam money. <laughs> you have to send him money now? Well, I went to What's the dentist doing? today and spent most of it. So, But I went to the dentist. Oh, what did you get done at the dentist? I just had Root them canals cl- cleaned just... after, after over a decade. I hadn't had them cleaned? No. Fair. And no cavities still. No cavities. I've never had just a cavity. Just nine days worth of descaling. It was It was like, I had to go two days. I had to go to, I know, they did yeah. the bottom layer, and then they, yeah. I did the top and today. Like, okay, we, whew, we got it off. Uh, and she kept on saying, is this hurting you? I'm like, no, is it supposed to be? It just sounds yeah. awful. Yeah, it's she makes like it sound like, screaming. are your gums dead? Like, she's like, because you're bleeding everywhere. Uh, I don't feel like I'm bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> but that happens a lot. <laughs> just blood spraying out of my mouth. I but I'm like so. Ex- I've never had a cavity in my life. How the fuck? Well, are you a candy gal? Yeah, we need a lot of candy. <laughs> I'm a candy gal. You should. Yeah, I mean, you've got good dental genes. Then. I think I've got like. I think I've got because I'm big boned. <laughs> I'm literally big boned. I've had them measured. Okay, you've had your bones measured. Well, I had my like. We had to do that in in uh, high school phys ed and like oh. that's when i found out i was big bones so that was my excuse for the rest of high school because you had to measure your wrist and if it was over a certain amount you had denser bones but i, I was very excited to find out that i was big bones. oh i am dense bone i'm dense bone sorry it's not I'm my very fault skinny i'm an anorexic big bone <laughs> bitch i'm sorry um yeah i know so yeah uh-huh. i had to, well i did this i did a weird thing i had to when you when you decide to coach, well, I'm like helping coach a hockey team. Yeah, one of my kids' teams. Yeah, because you know at the lower levels there's no volunteers, right? Like at the higher levels there's like ten guys that yeah, are like, yeah, I'll yeah. be the coach. Yeah, but when you get to like the bottom tier, it's like you know who wants to help out? Yeah, right. So it's a hodgepodge of guys helping out, and then so I didn't even know. Like the the lady came up to me, she's like, "Oh, so you're an assistant coach in this team? Like you're just gonna have to go and do." 
like a sexual predator check <laughs> at the police station. That's well, I mean, that's good, but Jesus. Well, I mean, I was kind of like, come on, look at me. Yeah, like yeah, that that's all they. Okay, he said, come on, come on. <laughs> like we're, if you already suspect we're me, we're gonna let him alone. If you already this. think I'm a sexual predator, maybe I'll just like. You know, not it be wasn't the coach. Just, you think it was just you looked at I you thought it was personal. <laughs> it felt personal. And then I realized it wasn't personal. Yeah, they ask everybody. They have to now. There's been too many sexual predators. But you know what was funny is I went there and they're like, um, they made it seem like a formality. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever. And then I gave them all my information. Like I did like a, I always do this fun thing where um, when they ask for two pieces of ID and they look serious, I give them like one of them is a Tim's card. <laughs> just because they never laugh like if they thought it was funny then i wouldn't do it i would immediately stop doing it but every time i'm like here's my id and my tim's card and then they're like that is not going you know they there's they love it they love that they love to be like get out of here so i gave her my shit and then she's like okay and then she comes back like oh wait a minute you have the same birthday as a convicted sex offender so and I was like, okay, what does that mean? Happy birthday to us. And they're like, we're going to have to fingerprint you. Thank God she like, said print. Finger. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to finger We're going to have to finger bang you. We're going to have to finger bang the truth out of you. <laughs> no cavities but it's and funny no cavity because, searches. Like, nothing makes you feel more like a pedophile than like in that Someone moment. I was like, you? oh my God, I am a pedophile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Have you been watching? Oh, did, I don't know. Apple TV Plus came out, and it's free for a year. It's awesome. Yeah, it's free for a year. Hmm. But like, they have a show on it called The Morning Show, and it's like Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon, and it's about a morning show. And Steve Carell is the guy on The Morning Show that gets me tooed. But he's like, he didn't rape anyone. He he thought it was consensual and everything. So he's he's been fired oh, and lost his whole life. It. It's actually it. really fucking good and it's and and they and they're talking about stuff that is just like needs to be said. Like there's a there was a scene between him and Martin Martin Short who plays kind of like a Roman Polanski kind of director who has who is a predator and like <laughs> he asks he's like could he asks him can we do a documentary about like interviewing men that have been me too and blah 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 and then Martin Short goes yeah maybe we could get Cosby. <laughs> And then he's like, no, no, but it's, it talks about how this guy, like, it's such a good show. And it's like, and it's also like, I'm sorry, I'm very excited about the show. And then Jennifer Aniston plays like the old morning show host that they were trying to fire before all this went down. And then, and then, and then Reese Witherspoon is the new spunky one that suddenly is her co-host. But the best part is she has to go in to get in trouble because she announced that this girl was her co-host before anybody wanted her to. So they're going to, these men that are her bosses are like, we're going to destroy blah, 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 blah. And he's this male CEO is sitting there and he's like, uh, talking about like, yeah, you have no right to do this. You have, you were horrible, blah, blah, blah. You should be ashamed of yourself. We shouldn't even, you shouldn't even have a job here anymore. And she's just like drinking a glass of water. And then she puts it down. She's like, are you done? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know if you've noticed, but you've lost the power here. <laughs> like, you you guys are going to go by my rules. It's like, you have no power here anymore. But it's really, it's a good show. And it's like, I love that it's like hmm. kind of talking about how. And it's called The Morning Show? Yeah, it's called The Morning Show. There's only three episodes right now out. But it's on, do you have hmm. Apple TV? Uh, no. Well, I think you can just get it. I don't I'll know. I'll just get it off of the thing. It's I can so get it off good. of the computer net. I was really happy with it. It was really good. Yeah. But yeah, it was pretty interesting because I'm like, oh, they're actually going to start talking about the whole Me Too movement and the 
and the flaws in it because there are a lot of flaws in it but there's a lot of great things that came from it but there's also a lot of flaws in it yeah there's just i mean i guess it's just time for that pendulum to swing the other way where it's like yeah it used to be you know men would get acquitted who were guilty yeah all the time yeah and that was cool yeah for a long time and so now i think people oh yeah now it's predominantly women are saying like Okay, you're right. There's going to be a small percentage of men who didn't do anything or didn't do anything wrong or it was a huge gray area and they get swept up in this. But that's what we dealt with for hundreds of years. We dealt with a bunch of guilty men being found innocent all the time. And all of a sudden now it's this emergency that no innocent man gets swept up in this. Like that's a big problem. Yeah. Why wasn't it a big problem when guilty men were walking free? Walking free. Twiddling... Blowing bubblegum as they walked out of the court. But yeah, I mean, I think it's like human nature to, um, you know, like there, there's always two victims in these things, right? Yeah. There's the primary victim and then there's, you know, but you always kind of feel sorry for the person that's like going through both of those things. Yeah. I, I do. Like, I've, I'm like, oh, I'm, I wish that woman didn't feel that way or didn't go through that. Yeah, even when it's like... And then I look like, at the man and go, man, like, what if he didn't do it? Like, what if... You do kind of have to be a little, like... Like the whole believe all women is understandable, but you also do have to be like, eh, we could be destroying somebody. But my thing is sometimes like some of these people are like, I didn't, I didn't rape this person, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, well, clearly you made her feel like you did. Cause if she didn't feel this way, she wouldn't have said something like that. But clearly something happened that made her feel like she was raped. So now you have to either talk to this person and be like, listen, that was not my intention. If you, if, if you can even be like, it's not like you're admitting that you've done something, but like sometimes I've like, I've talked to guys that are like, I'm scared. Like maybe like I've fucked drunk girls before. Like one of them, one of them comes back. I'm like, well, did you rape them? And they were like, yeah. no, but like, you know, it's really I, hard. It is. Well, and it's when, it, when you're talking about misconduct, yeah, you can sort of take ownership and uh but also try to leave a little wiggle room for you to get out yeah. and have a future but if somebody says i feel like you raped me yeah you have two options you can either go into full denial mode yeah which is done 99.9 percent of and the is time the dumbest move or fall on your sword and say yeah i mean i can see how she might feel that way but you know you're done like if, as soon yeah. as you say Yes, I can see how she might feel like that was um sexual but even assault. guys that make women feel like that aren't good guys there's plenty of guys out there that don't do that to women. So this is no. this was a huge like check for everybody to like check yourselves and women and men, all of us. I think it's had a great impact on like the average bro at a at at a sports bar. Yeah. That five years ago would have been like, I'm gonna take this super drunk chick home. Yeah. And who cares? Like yeah. what's she gonna say about it? And now I think that that's changed a lot. Yeah. Those bros at the sports bar see the drunk chick now and think, I don't wanna fucking Go down that road. Well, I think I that, mean, that's totally anecdotal. I have no evidence that that's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like it is. I feel like the average idiot Attitudes are is changing. waking up to the idea that I can't just do what I want anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good. Like, cause yeah. you shouldn't be able to just do what you want. No. And I think for the longest time, like rape was, was stigmatized because you think it's this violent, horrifying experience that a woman is walking down an alley and a guy jumps on her and rapes her. But like most rapes are date rapes or uh, something where like, the woman is just like with a guy and he just I've been on many things where guys like just I've had guys just jump on top like in a car and I'm like what the fuck is thank god I can take care of myself you know like yeah. there are a lot of guys out there that 
you know, hopefully they've changed themselves a bit now because of it. Because it's not because rape is not just a horrifying act in an alley. It's mostly done after a date and she doesn't want to. And he yeah, because it's it's a guy who's like, you know, I have to create a narrative. I have to create a scenario where it's a he said, she said. Yeah. Right. I can't. I can't just fucking grab her from somewhere and then, yeah. you know, oh, he did it. That's him. You know, like, yeah. Um, yeah. So these guys are sinister enough in general to be like, let's go to fucking Smitty's and have an omelet and, you know, and I'll give you a ride. And jerk off. And yeah. <laughs> so then they can be like, yeah, then they can be like, oh, I didn't rape her. We, you know, we, we had dinner first. Yeah. We, I picked her up. Yeah. You know, and th- those were all in a previous time considered mitigating factors, right? It was like, well, I mean, you oh, guys I were got, out on a date and... I've talked about it hundreds of times, so it's, it might sound off the cuff, but when I got raped by two men, they took me to Humpty's after. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean... There's, and bought me breakfast, so... Did you get a Humpty Crystal? <laughs> I, I think I ordered extra hash browns or something. I didn't get <laughs> a Humpty Crystal. I don't know, but you like... You should have gotten a Humpty Crystal. But like, and for years and years and years, I never realized that that... Even though at the time I was like, I'm scared for my life. Yeah. But Did then, you get a pants scrambler with real cheese? <laughs> I mean, I got, at least I think make I got a pierogi scrambler. I think I got a pierogi scrambler because you can okay. get pierogi scramblers. And do they pay for it? Oh, fuck yeah. God damn. Oh right, my God. Wouldn't that be the worst if you got raped and then you had to pay for your yeah, own breakfast? Like separate bills? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not together and we never have been. <laughs> Isn't that right, Kathleen? And we never will be. No, um, that's weird. No, but it's it's. But the thing about all of this is, it's. I mean, the only reason I'm kind of the only reason I'm kind of laughing about it is because we've talked about that story it, many times, more, right? It, like, but it's making it easier for people to talk about stuff and not be as damaged by. It, I feel yeah. like I I've talked about it enough that I'm like I'm not. I'm sure there's little it damages yeah, that I can't figure tell, out, but it helps to tell people. Right? And now, what's really what I think is interesting is a lot of the women who are accusers, who normally stay anonymous forever because they don't want their lives to get destroyed, are coming forward and being like, "Hi, it's me. I don't want to have to hide anymore. I don't want to have to." Because that's the the Brock, the girl that Brock Landers or whatever. That, right. The she swimmer. came forward. She came forward, and she's yeah. like. She's, you know, she's doing stuff and probably making money off it and good for fucking her. Well, and that's the thing, too, is like, you know, in the past, it's like, there, here's the face of a rapist and the life of a rapist. Yeah. And here's the life of an unknown, unspecified woman who's the victim, right? Yeah. And so it's easy for people to gravitate towards the victim being the person they know or have seen, you know, like, oh, he's on a swim team. Isn't that fun? Like, yeah. You know, so you get they, they open their lives up and like, look at him. He's just a nice guy. A swimmer. What a swimmer. But the woman is an anonymous figure, right? Yeah. So like what I mean, so that's no one what, ever has sympathy. Right. So that's what makes this movement powerful yeah. is that women are coming forward. And it's like, here's me. Here's my story. This is my face. Who gives a fuck about this guy? Yeah. You know, like you look shouldn't at, know his name. You should know my name. Yeah. And here is my name. And yeah. here's what I like to do. And yeah. here's my boyfriend. Here's my family. Yeah. Here's my cats. Yeah. Like, but it was. And I got raped. For years and years and years, it was so... That's why I never went forward. I never went to the police afterwards. I'm like, well, I think I just got too drunk and let two guys fuck me. Like, that's literally... Yeah, well, you're already thinking what their story's going to be, right? You're yeah, and like, you just like, don't... Well, they're going to say, we'd all been drinking, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then they drove me to an acreage that I told them not to drive me to. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah. No, yeah. there's just like so many... Uh, so many good things that have come out of it and a couple of shittier things. But um, yeah. And like you've said about it before, like, you know, it wasn't necessarily like a f- 
like a real forcible situation because yeah. you just sort of give up. You're like, I don't want to, I'll just let them do what they're going to do Yeah. because I don't want to be, I don't want this to be like I get murdered or something. Yeah. Right? Like you were afraid of, you know, oh, so I thought like, they I'm just going to let, me. I'm just going to let, so they, get to, they, they get to be like, oh, this is consent. You know, like yeah. she's not fighting it. This yeah. is consensual. Oh, but yeah. it's not consensual. You just stopped <laughs> fighting because you didn't want this to be ex- escalated. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that happens a lot too, I'm sure. Oh, I'm Where women sure are scared and like, okay, let's just time. let this happen because this guy's fucking nuts. The one thing I will say, and I don't know if anyone's going to get mad at me for saying this, but like uh, of the people that I know that have been accused or something, I'm never that shocked. If somebody accused you, I would be completely shocked. Like I'm like, or somebody. He's having, you know, you just. He's like, getting sex in any way. <laughs> yeah. <what? laughs> I mean, consent or no, I just can't picture him I can't, fucking. I can't believe it. I always thought he was a eunuch. Who, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought his little but, dick was always in a zipper. But everybody that's that's gotten a little bit in trouble, I'm always like, well, I mean, I've hung out with them and they are weird I think sexually that, yeah i mean i i think that you know one of the things i've noticed in my experience with me too is that a lot of the main predators are still at large oh yeah right because women are still too fucking scared to bring that guy down because well, he's a psychopath yeah and they've also seen some of these me too things go really sour for the women yeah and they know that that guy's still alive and lives and has money and yeah. you know so they're like uh-uh he's gonna light my house on fire yeah like if that guy doesn't go to jail immediately, the day if if I say what happened to me, and he doesn't go to jail the next day, something terrible is going oh, to happen. Oh, something bad might happen to me. So yeah. a lot of like the big fucking weirdos that the regular women are scared of, like mm-hmm. not actresses in New York City or whatever the fuck, but like you know accountants in yeah. Red Deer. <laughs> yeah, those women, like they, you know, the Me Too is different for them than it is for comedians. Like for comedians, like you can come forward and say this happened to me. Yeah, you're immediately believed by everybody because you, you know, we're kind of in a liberal bubble. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of places where women are still like super Not able unsafe. To do that. Yeah, they can't just come forward. No, like their career would be in jeopardy, yeah. and they'd lose friends. And yeah, it does depend on what kind of an area you are in. That's totally true. Yeah. That so is we're true. super lucky. Yeah. So sometimes I'll hear comedians say like, "Oh man, like." comedy you know it's hard for female but it's like if you're a female comedian you can like the power in our industry it yeah. used to be like 15 years ago if you were a male headliner and you took a female on the road you were completely in charge of that you were totally in charge that what girl you well you could say whatever the fuck you wanted you oh, could talk sexually yeah, yeah, yeah. in the car oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, i'm not talking about rape but i'm saying like no i know you could you could be like yeah look at this fucking uh, you know dick what kind of dick do you like honey ha, and then, ha, like, joking. she's got to be like um i like uh, medium dicks i like small dicks like yours i like over <laughs> medium dicks like an egg that's been turned over and left there for 30 seconds <laughs> a little soft in the middle a little soft in the middle <laughs> i wouldn't want their yolk to be hard <laughs> i hate hard yolk that's disgusting but yeah like those 15 years ago those women really had to eat it yeah they had to, but now it's such like the power is completely flipped yeah i get really like you were saying about that yeah. show like if you were a male headliner and you went on the road with a young female one tweet she could fucking destroy you with one tweet yeah you could be like some unknown road warrior that yep. no one has even thought about in 20 years. Yeah. And if you went on the road with a young female comedian and you made a couple of inappropriate comments that she thought were too far, one tweet, one Facebook post, one Instagram story. 
So now and I... you're fucked. So and I'm, I'm not saying... I'm saying that's good. No, I know. But so now... But it's changed a lot. Do you think that there's something like toxic femininity? <laughs> you know toxic what I mean? Toxic femininity? Because there's been toxic mass... I think that there is toxic femininity. Women that think that, that they... Anything they say is right. And anything that cannot be disputed or anything. Like, I've seen it a lot where there are women that are just like, oh, do not fuck with her. She will, like, do everything she can to destroy you for making one comment. Well, and she's going to be able to get backed up by 100 people and the people yeah. that believe in you are going to send you private messages. Yeah. And I know? think that toxic femininity is a thing and I'm coining it now. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure it's been coined already. I mean, yeah, you see that on online all the time where like, you know, if there's a guy giving his point of view, he might have 100 people that send him a DM like, hey, man, I'm in your corner. But yeah, obviously but I, can't I can't fucking say join anything. that thread. I'm yeah. not insane. And then so it's a piling on that automatically happens that makes people feel good. Yeah. Like well, when you're the, the, when you're the first you person do. to pile on and then 90 people go, I'm with you yeah, about then, this topic. Then of course then you feel it, you're it 100% feels right. It feels yeah. really good. Yeah. Like it, it does, you know, like there's a hit of, you know, there's a euphoric hit in that. Yeah. To be like, and nobody can shit on you. So you don't have to do it with any worry of somebody really hitting you hard right in your fucking gut because yeah. nobody can do that. So you're kind of, you know, yeah, you're in, you know, you're just able to kind of shit hard on these people yeah and nobody can really come back at you so there's no fear of that being a two-way street yeah so definitely i mean but i would love it it'd be fun (laughs) to be in that crew where you can just like shit on everybody yeah and they can't really say anything they can't say anything they're just kind of handcuffed but it is i i find it frustrating (laughs) i just wish that because there's bad people in every corner in every gender and every color and every sexuality orientation there's bad people and that's the problem is that people are like, well, no, there's no bad people in that community. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? There's probably a lot of bad people in that community. So, you know, like, I guess <laughs> it gets this whole, like, we were talking about it earlier. How about, like, the, all of these people that just get online and constantly just attack and attack and attack. And what Obama, was that thing about Obama? Yeah. Obama was talking, being interviewed. And what did he say? What did he say? He said something about, like, throwing stones. Being judgmental isn't activism, and that's yeah. fucking it. Like everybody just is just throwing so throwing stones accomplishes other nothing, people. right? Yeah. And like, just if you're if that's all you're doing with your time is going after people and making other people feel bad about their choices or their uh, the way they feel, then you are no better than the people that are I saying mean, the most racist and and homophobic and stuff. You're no better than those people. I know, but the thing that Obama is missing is that you know he 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 kind of feels like, hey, let's reason with these people. Yeah, and. There is no reasoning no. with them because they don't they they think you're as dumb as you think they are. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's no there is so Obama's kind of lived in this like I'm surprised that the presidency for 8 years didn't beat it out of him. Yeah. But this idea that you can reason with people who have vastly different views than you, w- w- that ship has sailed. Yeah, you can't. We aren't not that's anymore. over. Yeah. We're so polarized now that there is no bridging that gap. There yeah, is no conversation. There's no telling me to vote for PC no. and me thinking I'll ever, ever do that. Like yeah, there like is th- absolutely not. Thinking you can convince somebody that doesn't believe in climate change that it is real is that's like thinking that they could convince you that it isn't yeah. real. It's a waste of your energy too. Yeah, Put your energy into like something that helps climate change <laughs> instead yeah. of sitting on, on Facebook and yelling at people. Like it's so weird the way everybody's become. Yeah, and I've been swept up in those things. Like I'm like, I'm going to post something political and then, uh, and then I don't like, I got the flu shot and I, I wanted to post, I put it on Twitter, but I wanted to post on Facebook. Like I got the flu shot. So I don't have to worry about the idiots that didn't get it. 
And like I'm like, no, I'm not gonna put that on Facebook because then people are gonna come back and be like, the wow. government is controlling your mind the now. Blah blah blah. People. And, and, blah, blah, blah. and sometimes it's people that are like against anti-vaxxers, but then they're against the flu shot. <laughs> It's well, so weird. some people have this weird thing where they're like, I got the flu shot. And then guess what? I got the, the motherfucking flu. flu. Yeah. And then doctors are always like, that's not possible. You know, like you can. Yes, you can get a flu shot and then later get the flu. The flu shot doesn't give you the flu. No. Like they've been telling us that. for Like they just want to fucking strangle all of us. They put I'm flu sure. strains in you. That's what it is. They put flu strains inside the the thing so that your body has it in you to fight it when it comes in other ways. Yeah. Like, yeah. The original sort of immune. You Do you know, get like, the flu shot? Um, No, because I don't. I like the flu. Because <laughs> I can have some time off. It really does. I, like I can. I think about what the flu is. The flu. Yeah. Automatically, I'm down 10 pounds. Yeah. Three days of just chilling in in my room, you know, like, you know, there's probably days where I have to get shit done, but it buys me two days of like, I don't feel so good. Watching Netflix and not feeling bad about doing that. Right. Guilt-free laying there. That's true, but I just hate the flu. You like feel, you'd rather feel like that? I would rather have the flu and freedom. Oh my God, you're hilarious. Than be healthy and loaded with responsibilities. Oh my God. I mean, I guess that's, you know, when you have children, like the (laughs) flu is better than being healthy. That's how bad kids are. Is that that, that feeling that you hate when you have the flu? Yeah. If you had children, you'd be like, oh, I think I'm getting the motherfucking flu. But I thought there were no days off when you're a mom. Haven't yeah. you seen those commercials? Yeah. I where mean, she just takes a Benadryl and then the, or, or Benalin and then she's up the next day. <laughs> as a woman, you can't take a breather. <laughs> no, there's a dad one, too. Uh, no, the dad. The dad commercials are always like man flu. <laughs> yeah, man flu. There's usually Big babies. Yeah. It's but like, you guys kind of are. Any man that I've ever dated is a giant baby when they're sick. Yeah, but I don't, I mean, I guess maybe I don't know that many women intimately, but I, I don't meet a lot of women that have the flu and then I'm like, oh, you're ashen in color. And they're like, I'm just doing dishes and frying up some din din. <laughs> you know, like usually when women are sick, they're fucking also sick. Yeah, but you the I mean? difference like, is that the guys are like, oh, I, want the, I can't move. And it's just like, you can move. You're not dying. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, that could be true. I feel like I've heard that term that it's like, because uh, women have a higher pain threshold, apparently, because we can have babies. And so yeah. maybe we have a higher flu threshold. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because there was like this thing that came out that was like, but women shit all over it yeah i think it, i don't even know if it was fake but fuck did women get mad about it but sometimes i get where the they f- talked about like the flu that men experience is oh fuck that yeah oh it's of way course, different of course you would shit on it immediately yeah we get a different flu virus we got but the boys there was virus. this feeling there was this like i don't know i don't honestly don't know if it was a parody or something <laughs> but it was like the the flu that men get is more difficult <laughs> oh, to cope sure with and women hated that they hated <laughs> that's so it ridiculous well how is it ridiculous <laughs> we are, we, we, There's we'll no open, way the flu can tell if you have a we'll, dick or a pussy. We'll openly <laughs> acknowledge that certain things are more difficult for women, but we'll never acknowledge that something is more difficult Let for men. Let me say, I've had the flu, and I can tell you, I've had periods that are way worse than the flu ever is. Really? And I get that Like a period? Monthly. Like a menstrual thing? Oh, every time I get See, it, that is the deal. one yeah. day. There's one day that I want to die, but I still go to work. I just yeah. take a couple pills and I just go to work. And this is such a hacky thing. And I've even had in my act, if men had their periods, they'd be out for a week. You would not hear from them. They'd be crying in their house because they wouldn't. You don't. Well, under, yeah, for us to go don't through. Understand. For, I mean, you know, I'm I'm an emotional basket case. Imagine getting a period and then your emotions yeah. are like. Ah! Like my brain, my brain is like a three. It's like three compartments. 
<laughs> one is an attic filled with Jews. Um, the, you, okay. the, the middle is all my thoughts, and the, my basement is Hitler. <laughs> and I'm just trying to like. This is the funniest I'm trying analogy to make ever. My thoughts loud enough that Hitler can't hear the Jews dancing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. That makes way too much sense. You need to do a TED talk. <laughs> you need to do a TED talk about the Holocaust in your head. Holocaust <laughs> in my head. Uh oh, that's just yeah. No, but you're right. the The menstrual thing that is the that's that tilts the scales. Yeah. You can make a case for everything being pretty even, and yeah. then once you get to that sort of like once a month. We go through this hormonal and physical hell. Yeah. And every man would have to acknowledge, yes, that is what tips the scales to men. Like, yeah. it's definitely easier to be us. Yeah. And, like, so I was watching the Kelly Clarkson show, which is actually very good. And she had this, like, mom on. And this mom said that she, she's like, we talk openly about puberty in our house. And she's like, I make my sons carry tampons in their bags in case some of their girlfriends shut the fuck get up. a period. They That's give it disgu- to them. Is don't that do dumb? That. I don't know. Dumb. I think I'd feel uncomfortable if some guy's like, uh, oh, you need a tampon? I'd be like, what? Imagine if you had a daughter and they're like one of like, don't worry, dad. I didn't. I Steve had one. Like, you, what the <laughs> fuck? Steve had a tampon? He's just a kid in grade five. A but they were so happy kid in about grade it. Five gave you something to shove in your pussy? They were very happy about it. I don't know, man. Kelly Clarkson thought it was a great idea and so did the woman that did it. <laughs> But I, I think that is a little It's odd. a little off. It's a little I, off. It's an LA thing. It's still hard. Like being in, like, don't you remember when you're a teenager and everything is weird and it's so embarrassing? Like it, that never changes just because you, you are an adult now and you're no. like, don't be ashamed. It's just your period. It I'm, I'm just like, changes. I'm just like I was when I was 15, except I have more manageable acne. <laughs> <laughs> but your back knee's out of control. My back knee. <laughs> Oh my back! You eat, do you eat too many chocolate bars? <laughs> Le chocolat. Do you remember that ad for Proactive? My oh. friends say I eat too many chocolate bars. <laughs> I have to wash my face. <laughs> but no, was he Mexican? I think he was. Oh yeah. man, yeah. Mexican with acne. Yeah, I think he was. I never had bad skin. Oh, I don't want to really fat though like i was yeah, well, really fat overweight people can't have bad skin it's always so tight to their <laughs> to their fucking fat face <laughs> that's why i always love when people are like look oh. at me now and i'm like yeah you fucking look like you're carrying 10 pounds of dead skin on your face yeah you need to get rid of dead skin you really got to be careful with weight loss as you age right a man yeah, or man or woman you, you got to be quite Ill. careful you look gross there was a woman I worked with at the Bargain Finder who lost like 200 pounds and like she look, went from looking like her, I think she was 40 something to like, she looked like 67 I know. when it was you all gained. done. Was, Hi, I just lost 200 pounds and I gained 16 years. Yeah. Like yeah. you lose pounds and you gain years. Yeah, it's, it's a really weird, it's weird sliding scale of diminishing returns. Right? Well, thank God like, for Lizzo. We don't got to lose weight no more. What's Lizzo? What's Lizzo? I've never heard of Lizzo. He, Jim knows who Lizzo is, right? She's like the greatest new pop star because she, she's a big girl and she talks about being amazing. And, and she owns it. She owns it. Is she black or white or she's Mexican? She's black. Okay. She's very sassy. But I, I, she's great. I think she's great. But like there's, I don't know. I just like, I get bitter because I'm like, oh yeah, because when I was in high school, it was like Kate Moss. You had everyone to look like right. those people. And fuck. now you all had these to be like a fat girls in high school now can celebrate themselves. Fuck you. 
Yeah. I mean, Fuck you. they're still sucking the same dick. Let's be clear. At the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, but now guys can be more excited and out, uh, like, because it used to be like, oh, I'm, it's it's the dirty. Yeah, they can finally come out that they like to fuck bigger girls. They can finally come out yeah, of the fridge. They can finally come out of the, they can come out of the fridge. I, I like, don't mind a rumpus woman. What the fuck? Did I ever tell you the advice that my friend's dad, my friend's dad gave me? No. It was the weirdest and funnest advice. <laughs> and it was sexual advice, which oh, I, I very That's rarely, I very rarely got. People would look at me and How go, I'm going to stick to math with this one. How old are you? I think I was 16, but we were all talking about like, you know, as, as young guys do, yeah. you, you'll have like, you'll be drinking at a fucking house party. And you end up talking about like, oh, and then this girl, like, you know, and then you'd name some girl and everybody'd be like, oh, fucking gross. <laughs> like, so, you know, like, and then I was here and then this girl came over like, who? Like Sharon. Fuck. Ugh, what a pig. <laughs> you know, everybody's. Um, and meanwhile, we were gross. Yeah. But, you know, that happens with girls, too. And girls of, are talking about your. Right. Dicks. They're so of, small. And there's a bunch of gross chicks at a party <laughs> talking about. And then Carl came up. Yeah. Ew. Ew. What a creep. But they're gross also, right? Yeah. yeah. We're so all anyway, gross. We're all gross. So we're all we're all talking about like, oh, and then this gross chick, like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he stops us, like he goes, hey, and then he look, and then we're like, what? And then he he's like, you know, he's a dad. He's like, he was in his fifties and he was drunk. We were drunk. He was drunk. <laughs> and then he just looks at us and he goes, fuck anything that will fuck you. <laughs> And he was dead. He's a serious. hero. He's he a was, hero. And, I, and he probably stuck, fucked a lot of women. It stuck with me. That <laughs> happened when I was 16. I'm 42 now. I've never forgotten that yeah. advice. Yeah. I've never taken it, but I've never forgotten it. But it was amazing to just hear somebody go, fuck anything that will fuck you. Yeah. And we all kind of just paused and we're like, that's wise. That's very yeah, that wise. Is wi- that is great wisdom. What, what was he wearing? Like, what was it? What, I... He was a he was a millwright. He was a hardworking millwright, wearing a plaid shirt yeah. and some blue jeans, and probably some ate a mean and, pussy. Yeah, probably <laughs> ate a mean puss. Got his wrench down there and eat, <laughs> just ratchet, ratchet, lick. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Great advice. That is What's good advice. What's the best advice about guys that you ever got from a woman, an old woman? Oh my, an old woman. <laughs> oh, my mom always used to say. Uh, <laughs> Make sure you marry someone that loves you a little more than you love them, and a, or a rich old man with one foot in the grave. <laughs> Thanks, Wendy. That was some sage advice. A rich old man with one foot in the grave. My mom used to always be like, "Listen, just go for an old guy. Let's like get get something for both of us. Let's all we'll just live in his mansion." <laughs> like, uh, I mean, that has to be tempting for women, right? Oh yeah. I mean, I'm not ashamed to admit it that I dated a guy that worked up in the rigs once that I was barely attracted to, and I dated him for like a month. And and he bought me so much shit. He was going to take me on trips. And I could have been a, a sugar baby. And then I was just like, every time we had sex, I wanted to throw up. Like, I was so yeah. not turned on by this person. So I was just like, I can't. And that's the last time I ever gold digged. <laughs> <laughs> that's the last time I ever gold dug. Gold dug. I tried to gold dig, but I... It's, didn't work it's out. hard. It's not as easy as it's not as easy as those chicks make it look. Because he they has to make be, it look. He easy. has to be so old that he's like past the fuck prime. Yeah, like what about the, the Anna Nicole Smith thing? Like 
she she really truly loved him. I'm like, okay, shut up. If he was not a gazillionaire, would she just have fallen in love with this man that she met at the neighborhood yeah. pub? Well, meanwhile, she spends two hours a day replacing his Viagra with fucking yeah. just blue water pills. There's nothing wrong. The, the Viagra's not. I don't working. think there's anything. Oh, no, I don't think there's anything <laughs> wrong. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's right. I guess I'll just slap your flaccid <laughs> cock. <laughs> that's what you do to fucking dicks that can't get hard anymore. You slap. <laughs> Get out of here, you little dick. <laughs> Come back to me when you get hard. <laughs> but no, if I was there's, a gold digger, that's what I, all I would do. It's just like I'd be taking Cialis digging. and I would remove it yeah. and I would replace I it with water pills. Like, oh no. Well, I mean, you can watch oh, me masturbate well, again, I guess. Yeah. I'm going to be way over there, though. You can watch TV or something. <laughs> and this guy is going to come and help care. me masturbate. I don't mind. <laughs> but I don't think there's. I personally. Don't think there's anything wrong with golding as long as you're honest about it. It's a two-way it. street. Yeah. You know? Everybody's getting what they want out of it. Right. There's that guy's no getting to pe- fuck a, a younger, hotter woman, and the girl is getting right. her life paid for. Yeah, the guy. Everybody. People think this, like, oh, that poor guy. Yeah, poor guy. That. He no. knows what he's doing. Yeah, it's like you watch that, like, 30, 90 Day Have you watched 90 Day Fiance? I watch too no. much TV. I got to get out a life. But there's like the 90 Day Fiance, and there was this one guy named Caesar who had, he, he was just sort of like, he wasn't like ugly, but he's just like, average looking black guy and uh he had a like a 90 day fiance in the ukraine Mm. and she kept on like he would send her money and then she'd be like oh i can't come he would send her a ticket to mexico and she'd be like oh the flight was canceled like she just kept on like stringing this guy along he just kept sending her money and sending and he and so then they finally show her and she is like gorgeous like young cameron diaz beautiful blonde ukrainian girl and they're like <laughs> this is the best part she go, how much money has caesar sent you over this relationship and she goes uh i don't know i'm not accountant <laughs> but then you're like i don't know but even everybody's like stop sending her money like stop like yeah. you at one at some point it's like dude Maybe the first time was a mistake, but you keep doing it and you keep doing it. That's a mental illness. It's a yeah. mental. It's silly, and you go bankrupt. And you're not even having it. sex with her. No, she's not even coming to visit you. She, you're giving money to somebody who's not doing anything. And for they you. like show her shopping with her friends. Oh and, like, my god! It was pretty sad. That is amazing gold digging. That is like, that's like, talent. I don't even have to touch this guy. Yeah, I just have to send shopping. him some selfies. Hi. We'll Skype for an hour a day. Yeah. Like, but then like I. Th- I don't know. Her friends, and this is not me being... I'm Ukrainian, okay? We are gold diggers, I guess. But they were like... they. One of the, her friends goes, Oh, we're just uh, too good for the men here. So they go to, like, online. Wow. And, like, and I'm like, just like... Just start fucking but everybody. they're probably, like, the smartest women out there. Like, sometimes... I don't know. It's just choose what you want to do and be and, like, do it. Yeah, live your dreams. Live what your dreams. My nails. <laughs> you have known. You have big nails too. You got big old nails. Look at your big old nails. <laughs> you got big old bingo nails, bitch. <laughs> this is the big spin one. I love it. This is the one where you can win a big spin and win. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see that guy that won sixty five thousand dollars? Million. Sixty five million. million. Yeah. And I then know. he was like. Oh, I didn't even tell anybody. I don't know. What What are you going to do with it? Uh, probably put it in the bank. Fuck you. You should get your money taken away. Oh, People God. that put their lottery winnings in the bank, it. go fuck them. Yeah. You No, you don't get to well, sit on that money. It's just like... Was that the guy like, in Edmonton that sat on it for a year? Yeah, I think it was yeah. him. It but was it's, like they knew it was a winning ticket in Edmonton for a year and he hadn't come po- yeah. forward. 
and he knew that he won, but he waited like, you know, I think he was trying to figure out, you know, is there any way that I don't have to come public? Yeah. Like, I would really love to not. he probably had a lot of people that would, are coming after him. Hey, uncle. Hey, yeah. brother. Hey, cousin. Because people yeah. are evil. But uh, I don't know. I, if I won the lottery, everyone would know. <laughs> and sure. we'd be having and a I mean, really fuck, good you fucking give year. some of it away. And, <laughs> you know, it's not like. Oh my god! I want sixty-five million. I don't want people coming after me for money. It's like give them yeah. the money. Yeah, you get sixty-five million. Like you know, if you came to me and like Sean, I have this idea and it's going to cost me fifty thousand. I'd be like, here you go. Yeah, I've got sixty-five million. It'd what be so like fun. Here? Yeah, like I've heard about like people that have a lot of money sitting on like GoFundMe and just going through and go funding stuff for fun. But then that there's the cool. people that are billionaires that are just sitting on their money doing absolutely because there's lots of talk about this lately that it's like they're money hoarders. They're just as bad as a hoarder. They're a money hoarder. They're keep, they're not doing Absolutely, anything yeah. with it. They're no, never going to do anything with it. It's just sitting there. They just don't want anyone else to have well, it. Well, I know, yeah, and I know rich people that are like, it's like you could have, re- they could have retired 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. But they won't retire until they see a certain amount of money in their account. Yep. They're like, no, I want to, I really want to see I this. I want a million dollars. Well, they, they're, they're, well, you're talking 70, 80 million. Jesus Like Christ. these guys are like, I want to see, I'm, I'll, you know, I'll retire as soon as that account reads 70 million. $100,000 That's when I'll feel. would change each of our lives. It would change it. And there are people where $100,000 is a trip to Hawaii. Like, yeah. it's just this, it's just, I feel like there's going to be a revolution, like the French Revolution, where the peasants just rise up and start murdering rich people. Let them eat cock. Let them eat cock. Kill the rich and let them eat their own cocks. <laughs> I, it's coming. It's coming. People are going to start. And that's probably the day after I win the lottery. <laughs> yeah. I'm finally rich. And then the poor people murder me. <laughs> I just got this house. No. I waited you so long. You fucking bitch. <laughs> You rich bitch. You rich bitch. I honest to God just did that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't think we won again. That's surprising. Fucking Christ. Who needs victory when you can just lose over and over again? You can lose over and over. We did it. We lost again. What a joke. Well, that was fun. What episode was that? 97? Yeah, I think we're at 120. We're We're trucking along there. We did it. We're doing our live taping. Oh, we're doing a live taping tomorrow. It's, well, tomorrow, There's no yeah, reason today. to talk about it because this won't be out. Well, it's going to be out then. tomorrow. Oh, po- yeah, I guess so. Somebody, Where is it? It's at the... Um, 9910. 99.10. It'll be interesting. We'll see how it goes. It'll be fun, though. It will be weird. I mean, I'm glad that there's comedy also happening. Yeah. Because then we can just like watch comedy and then do a little thing. And if people are like, what the fuck is this shit? What did I pay nothing for to see this? <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess that helps, too. It's free. So but calm do down and, p- and fill it up so there are people <laughs> Yeah, please do come down. Please come down. Oh, please come down. I'm doing the Winter Eruption Festival. What is the Winter Eruption Festival? It's like a music festival that that, that they that they're just doing one comedy show. It's like I'm opening for Brian Posehn, but there's like, <laughs> like there's really good bands, and I don't know if I get a uh, I probably would hope I get probably, a pass. Yeah. But the passes are on sale right now for 45 bucks. Like it's super cheap. It's called Winter Eruption. It's in Edmonton. I think they're doing one in Saskatoon as well, but. Like, I was so excited when they asked me because I'm like, oh, it's fun. And then they, my name is on the poster and it's as big as Brian Posehn's. And then somebody on Twitter goes, oh, your name's as big as Brian Posehn's. And then Winter Eruption comes back. It's like, yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> 
that was a that was or that was clearly a mistake. Like I think I know That's they were funny. joking because I know people. It'd be funny if they went back and made your name smaller. <laughs> it's like you're supposed to make Pussains bigger, you weirdo. That would be funny. That would be very funny. Um, yeah. So well, I have a bigger name on a festival poster. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Thanks. We'll talk to you again sometime. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> See ya.